0: I want you to go ahead and, and open up your Bibles with me. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter number 17. 1 Samuel chapter number 17. And. Um and we are going to hear from the Lord this morning. How many of you have a paper Bible? Let me just see. If you have a paper Bible, come on, parents, throw your paper Bible up in the air. It's a good thing to bring a paper Bible to church. About four or five of you. That's all right. That's all right. We'll, we'll see. And, and then how many Apple Bible users do we have? Apple Bible users. So here's my theory, just my theory. I can't, have, can't back it up with Scripture, but my theory is that if you bring a paper Bible to church, that you get into heaven first. When we line up to get into heaven, paper Bible people, you, you're going to be in heaven first. That's why I always bring a paper Bible to church with me. Apple Bible Bible users, come on, stick your Apple Bible in the air, if you're Apple Bible, yeah. You get into heaven second, okay? And then if you have an Android Bible, come on, throw it up in the air. Android Bibles, yeah, yeah. We're not even sure if you're going to make it in. We're just... We don't. We don't know. We don't know. We're praying for you, though. We're praying for you. Praying for you. It's going to be a good morning. It's going to be a good morning. God is going to speak. God is going to speak. Hey, let's do this. Let's start in. Uh, let's start in verse forty-eight. I'm going to shorten this up a little. I normally read a lot of scripture here, but I'm going to shorten this up. I take that back. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Verse forty-five. Verse forty-five. David replied to the Philistine. You come to me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the army of Israel, whom you have defied. Now, watch this. God, I love the word of God. Verse number 46 says, today, come on, somebody say today. Today, "Today the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you and cut off your head. Dang, David is a bad dude. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the bird and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with the sword and the spear. This is the Lord's battle. And he will give you to us. Verse number 48. As Goliath moved closer to attack, David ran quickly to meet him, reaching into a shepherd's bag and taking out a stone and hurled it with the sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in, and Goliath stumbled and fell face down. Verse number 50. So David triumphed over the Philistine with the sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Now watch this. This is what I want to hone in on today in verse number 51. Then... Then David ran over and pulled Goliath's sword from its sheath. David used it to kill him and cut off his head. I want to preach to you this morning on the subject of what you don't kill today will haunt you tomorrow. What you don't kill today will haunt you tomorrow. I ask if you say this prayer with me. Everyone say, Jesus. Open my ears open my heart, open my mind, to receive of your word. Now say this with boldness, change me, challenge me, in Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. You know, I don't know what you're up against this morning, and when I go to this story, and and we go back to the first part of, of chapter 17, we find Goliath, and Goliath, every morning, would walk out to the battlefield. If you can picture this, we have the the Philistines on this side. So I'm sorry for this crowd, but you're going to represent all the sinners this morning. This whole section is going to get saved this morning. And over here, we have the army of Israel. And here in the middle, we have a valley. And the Philistines are up on this side. And and the Israelites are up on this hill. And every morning, Goliath would step out from among the ranks. And he's nine foot nine tall. He's got all of this heavy armor that's on him, armor that weighs as, as much as some of our middle schoolers in the audience. And he would step out with this armor and every day he would defy the armies of Israel. And he would say, just send me one warrior out to come and fight me. And if I win, you become my slaves. But if you win, we will all become your slaves. And morning after morning, day after day, Goliath would step out of the ranks And he would look at the armies of Israel and day after day, morning after morning, he would challenge them and say, come fight me, come kill me, come slay me, come take me if you can. And I begin to think about in our own life, the challenges and the battles that we face. And I wonder how many of you wake up in the morning and the first thing that's on your mind is the battle that you have to face that day. I wonder how many of you wake up this morning, and maybe it's finances are the first thing that's on your mind when you wake up, and you go, man, how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to pay for that? God, are you going to come through for me today? And every day when we wake up, the first thing that's on our mind is a battle. It's a giant in our life. It's a giant that maybe has even been there for a while, because the Bible says that each day, that they were camped out for, for nearly a month. And every day that this giant would step out from amongst the ranks and that he would challenge him. You know, and I wonder what battle and I wonder what challenge and I wonder what sin and I wonder what stronghold has been in your life that every morning when you wake up, it rises up and it takes a stand and it takes a challenge against you. And it says, come on, try to defeat me today if you can. And so morning after morning, day after day, you live with this weight. You live with this burden on your shoulders. Every day when you wake up, it's the first thing that you think about and you're looking at it and you're going, there's no way that I can overcome that. There's no way that I can triumph over that. There's no way that I can get victory in this area of my life. And day after day after day after day, you live in fear and you live in defeat. You've allowed the enemy to step out from amongst the ranks and say, come on, try to challenge me try to take me. And your life is a giant that just seems too big to conquer. It seems that there's no way that you can overcome it. When you look at it, you go, you know what? Uh, There's no way that I can do this. And day after day, the Bible says that Goliath stepped out from amongst the ranks and he would challenge and say, come on, take me on. And then this little boy, David, comes on the scene. His dad sends him out to take lunch to his brothers, so he goes out, and he takes his lunch to his brothers, and his brothers are out on the front lines, and and all of a sudden on that morning, the giant steps out, Goliath, and he does the same thing that he's done day after day, and all of the soldiers become scared, and they become fearful, and I can see him kind of backing away, and they're all kind of clenching down, and they're all a little bit scared, and David, a little boy, just kind of stands there and is like, what are you guys scared of? What are you guys fearful of? Do you know the God that I serve? Do you know what he can do? Do you serve the same God that I... We don't serve his God. We serve the living God. So David walks in. And he walks into Saul's tent. And he says to Saul, he says, Saul, I'll take this giant on. I'll kill this giant. This giant is no problem for me. And I want you to watch this. What Saul says to David, he says... David goes in he says don't worry about this Philistine i'll go fight him listen to what Saul says to save us David he says don't be ridiculous there's no way that you can fight this Philistine and possibly win you're only a boy and he's been a man of war since his youth my first point is i want you to write this down is don't let others talk you out of your victory don't let others talk you out of your victory Because, see, he walked into Saul's tent and he said, I know in Jesus, well, not in Jesus' name that time, but I know in God's name that I can overcome this giant. And Saul stops in that moment and he says, there's no way that you can do this. You're nothing but a little boy and he's a giant. He's a mighty warrior. There's no way that you will overcome. Don't let anybody talk you out of your victory because you're going to have people in your life that will try to come along and try to say, you know what, that battle's too big for you to fight. You know what, don't do that. You know what? That career is just too big for you. Don't pursue that career. No, no, that's not for you. Don't do that. And there's going to be people along the way that are going to try to talk you out of your destiny and talk you out of your purpose because David's destiny and David's purpose was to slay a giant on a battlefield that day. But had he listened to Saul, he would have allowed Saul to talk him out of his victory. And he would have said, you know what? You're right. He's a big giant. There's no way that I can do it. And all along the way, you're going to have people that will try to talk you out of your victory. But I'm here today to tell you, don't let anyone talk you out of your victory. Come on, can we give the Lord some praise in this place? Because, see, watch. You're going to encounter people in your life that know they can't conquer it because they know they can't conquer it or they've gone against the battle or they didn't have the courage to do it that they're going to sit back and because they can't do it, they're going to tell you that you can't do it. Well, just because you can't do it doesn't mean that the God that lives on the inside of me can do it. Number two, I want you to write this down. Don't let what you can't do talk you out of your victory. Don't let what you can't do talk you out of your victory. Because had David bought into the lie that Saul was selling him and gone, you know what, you're absolutely right. There is no way that I can overcome that giant. Look at me. I'm I'm five foot five. He's nine foot nine. Look at me. All I have is just a little sling and a stone, and he's got a sword, and he's got a shield bear. He's got everything. He's got a spear that just the tip of it weighs 15 pounds. There's no way that I can come against this giant, but David didn't take any of that into consideration. What he did is he began to think back on his life and think about the battles that he had already won, that God had already allowed him to conquer. He began to think back when he was just a little boy, and he was out watching his father's sheep, and a lion came, and it grabbed one of those lambs, and it took it off into the wilderness, he began to think back about how the power of God overcame him in that moment. And he said, I went out into the field with a club, and I hit that lion, and I ripped its jaws off, and I killed that lion. And the Lord gave me that victory. And in the same way that the Lord allowed me to kill the bear and kill the lion, today I will kill this Philistine. And sometimes in our life, we have to simply look back over our life and go, you know what? I was once lost, but now I'm found. And this giant that's in front of me, it's not too big. There's no giant that I can't overcome because it has nothing to do with what I can or can't do. It has everything to do with the God that's living inside of me. Because see, your revelation in having victory over the giant has to come through the fact that you can't overcome the giant. That you can't slay him. That you can't kill him, that you can't knock him down or take him out. It's not going to happen in your power because it's not by power and it's not by might, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. And when we'll get the revelation that we can't let what we can't do steal or rob our victory, that's when you begin to walk in victory because you realize that giant is too big for me. That situation is too big for me. And if I try, guess what? On my own, I will fail. But when I'm in Christ and when I'm rooted in him and I have his victory and I have his strength, guess guess what? There is nothing too big for me to overcome. Come on. Why don't you just give him a praise like you really mean it this morning? (laughs) Don't let what you can't do talk you out of your victory. Let's go back to, to numbers. Let's rewind just a little. Numbers chapter 13. Listen to this. Children of Israel have come out of Egypt. God has just delivered them. He's been with them every day by a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. They've seen the Red Seas parted. Come on, they saw all of the miracles happen in Egypt. They saw the plagues. They saw God's hand at work. Now listen to this in chapter number 13. Then the Lord said to Moses, send out men to explore the land of Canaan, the land I am giving. Somebody say giving. The land I am giving, not the land you're going to have to fight for. Not the land that's going to be a challenge to take. Not the land that's going to be a burden. The land that I am giving to the Israelites. Send one leader from each tribe. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He sent out the 12 men of all the tribes of Israel from their camp into the wilderness of Paran. You know the story. 12 men went out. They went into the land. They saw everything that God had promised. God promised them a land flowing with milk and honey. And everything that God promised was there. The Bible says that they, they went and they got a, grape, a cluster of grapes that was so big that they had to stick it between two sticks, and two men had to carry it. These were the spoils that they were taking back with them. And God said, I am giving. Come on, somebody say giving. They're not fighting. I am giving you this land. Twelve spies go in. Twelve spies come out. Ten spies say there's no way we can take the land because there are giants in the land. There are giants in the land, and there's no way we can take them. There's no way we can conquer them. Yes, it's everything God said it was going to be. It's the greatest life that we could live. It is the life that he has promised. But there's no way that we can take the giants. And I want to tell you today that what you don't kill today will haunt you tomorrow. Because 10 came back and said, there's no way. Two said, we got this. God gave it to us. He gave it to us. I want to tell somebody today that the giant that you're up against, that God has given you the battle. But what you don't kill today will haunt you tomorrow. Because see what the children of Israel should have done in Numbers chapter 13, hundreds of years before David ever showed up on the scene and defeated Goliath, what the children of Israel should have done is in that moment gone into the land that God gave them, not that they had to fight for or had to to work hard for or, or... No, God said, I gave it to you. All they needed to do was go into the land. God had a perfect battle plan for them to defeat the giants. And had they defeated the giants, guess what? David wouldn't have been fighting the battle some years later. And can I talk to our parents for just a moment? There are giants in our families. There are giants in our lives that we need to slay now for the next generation. There are giants that my kids will not have to face because guess what? I already stepped up and already chopped the head off the enemy. My son will not have to deal with the things that I dealt with as a kid because I stood up and I took on the giants. Come on, parents. Can we step up as a generation going before our children? And can we say, I won't stand for unrighteousness. I won't stand for unholiness. I won't stand for the generational curses that my family walked in, but in Jesus' name, God, you've given me the battle. Man, when my son was born, I realized that it's no longer just about me and the battle that I have to fight. And I'm no longer just fighting the battle for myself, but I'm fighting the battle for my son. I'm fighting the battle so that he can have the victory and not have to struggle, not have to listen to the giant come out and say to him day after day, come on, defeat me if you can, because I can look at him in the eyes and I can say, son, your dad already beat it. I've already conquered the battle because my dad in heaven already conquered the battle. And when you realize that God. God has given you the victory. God has given you the victory. But what you don't kill today will haunt you tomorrow. Thirdly, I want you to, to write this down. Don't let what others couldn't overcome talk you out of your victory. Don't let what others couldn't overcome, talk you out of your victory. Because, see, just because your dad couldn't overcome it, or just because the generations before you couldn't overcome it, just because for generation and generation and generation and generation and generation there's been an addiction in your family, or it's been the same way for years and years, and just because they couldn't overcome it doesn't mean that you can't and won't overcome it. And I think too many times in our life we use this as some sorry excuse. Well, my dad was this way, so I'm going to be this way. Well, my mom was this way, so I'm going to be this way. Well, my granddad was this way, and my dad was this way, so guess what? I'm going to be this way. And just because the people... Their grandfathers and great-grandfathers and their aunts and their uncles, just because in Numbers chapter 13, they couldn't overcome it, guess what? David didn't go, you know what? Well, my ancestors couldn't overcome it, so guess what? I can't overcome it either. No, David said, you know what? God has given me battle after battle and victory after victory, and this giant will be no different. He will go down. He will be slayed. He will die, not, at my, not because of anything that I can do, but because of everything that God can do through me. I love the fact that he walks out on the battlefield, and there his older brothers are, and even his older brothers couldn't overcome the giant. Can I tell you that there were things in my life that my older brothers couldn't overcome that I had to step out on the battlefield, and I had to go, watch, guys. I've got this. I can do this, and I slayed a giant. Can I tell you that my brothers now have freedom because I led the way. My older brothers that sat out on the battlefield and said, there's no way that we can overcome it. We can't get this, and their little brother had to step out on the field and say, you know what? I see that giant, and we will slay him. We will break the generational curse. We will break the sin. We will break the stronghold. It will not have victory over us. And I talk to some young siblings. Maybe you're the one to lead the charge in your family. Maybe you're the one to slay the giant. Maybe you're the one to bring the victory. Maybe you're the one to break the generational curse in your line and in your family and in your heritage. Because just because the, the brothers before you couldn't do it doesn't mean that you can't do it. Just because your older sister couldn't do it doesn't mean that you can't do it. Just because your mom or dad couldn't overcome it or beat it or kill the giant doesn't mean that you can't overcome it or kill it. Don't let what others couldn't do talk you out of the victory. Now watch this. Let's go back to Numbers, or let's go back to 1 Samuel. Go back to verse 50, and I love love what it says here. It says so David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Then David ran over, pulled out Goliath's sword from its sheath, and David used it to kill him, and cut off his head. Let me talk to all my students this morning for just a second. The last two days you've just spent a powerful time in God's presence. And I feel like if we could just use this as an illustration that in the spiritual world, you had your sling and your stone. And that as you praised, it was like you were taking out a stone and you were slinging and you were casting it at the enemy and you hit that giant in the forehead. There were some strongholds and there were some issues and there were some battles in your life that came crumbling to the ground and came stumbling and falling to the ground. But I want you to notice something. It wasn't just enough to daze the enemy. Wasn't just enough to knock him to the ground. What does the Bible say that David followed that up with? He walked over, he took out the sword, and he chopped off his head. Because I'm telling you, there's no way that anybody's going to have life if their head is separated from their body. But too many times, what happens at a youth camp or at a conference or even on a Sunday morning when we come to church, that we will Take that sling of praise and worship or that sling of prayer or we'll take a walk to the altar and we'll take that stone and we chunk it at the enemy and he comes crumbling down to the ground. But what we don't do is we don't go over and we don't take the sword and we don't lop his head off. Because I'm telling you, what you don't kill today will haunt you tomorrow. What you don't put death to today will come back and it will haunt you tomorrow. Don't believe me. Let's go to the words of Jesus. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 12. He said, when an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest but finding none. Then it says, I will turn to the person that I came. So when it returns, it finds the former place empty, swept, and in order. Then the spirit finds seven others. And there they go, and that person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of the evil generation. And what happens is when we just stun the enemy, all we do is we really just make him mad, and he goes and he gets seven of his friends, and he goes, let's get him now. But what happens when you put to death the old man, when you put to death the old way of life, when you put to death the old way of thinking? The old way of thinking says that I can't defeat the giant, that there's no way. The old way of thinking is your old patterns. But what happens when you put to death that thing, there's no way that life can come back into it. And I'm looking for a generation that's willing to stand up and say, you know what, it's time that I put death to my old self. It's time that I put death to my old habits. It's time that I put death to my old way of life. And, God, I'm picking up my cross, and I'm following you, Lord. I'm denying myself, and I'm coming after you. Because what you don't kill today will haunt you tomorrow. But what happens What happens when you make a walk to the altar? What happens when you have a camp or conference experience? What happens when you get to that place and you become a different man as we talked about last night? What happens when that moment happens and then the next morning you wake up and the giant is kind of stumbling trying to get back up and you walk over with the sword and you go, I'm not going back to my old life. I'm not going back to my old ways. I'm not going back to that sin. I'm not going back to that lifestyle. And you take a sword and you just put death to that thing. Because when it's dead, guess what? It's not coming back to life. When those spirits go roaming around the desert and they come back and they find a dead carcass that used to be that sinful lifestyle, that used to be the way that you live, that used to be that giant that you overcome, guess what? If the head is separated from the body, life isn't coming back in it. They can come back, but guess what? Life won't be there when you put death to your old man. Come on, can somebody give him praise this morning? Don't let others talk you out of your victory. Don't let what you can't do talk you out of your own victory. And don't let what others couldn't overcome take your victory as the band comes back. And what are you up against this morning? What are you battling this morning? Maybe it's been years. Maybe it's been a mental battle that for years you have, you have faced and, and you have fought. And that every morning when you wake up, the same thing is there. The same lies of the enemy, they're there. That same thing, it's there, it's at your door every morning. Maybe it even goes away for a little while because you came to the altar, and yeah, everything's good, but you didn't put, to, put it to death. And what you don't put to death will come back to haunt you. And so at some point, you wake up one morning, and there the giant is again. And you thought you overcame it, but you never really put it to death. So all of a sudden, it's back. It's stronger. thought I overcame this. What is it that you're going through? Maybe it's a struggle in your marriage. Maybe it's a struggle in your home that... Just seems to be this giant that, that you guys can't overcome. Can I tell you that God can give you the victory, that God can give you breakthrough in your marriage, that God can give you breakthrough in your home? Maybe it's your son or a daughter that has that has gone away from the Lord. And every morning when you wake up, you're just thinking about that son or daughter, and you're like, it's this giant. How in the world are we ever gonna come overcome this? Is my son or daughter ever gonna come back to you? Are they ever gonna get off of drugs or alcohol? Are they ever gonna leave that lifestyle? God, is there anything? And so it's that giant giant every day, but what you have to do is put it in God's hands and go, God, I can't do it. I can't win them back. Only you can. And you win the victory on your knees and you take that stone of prayer and you cast it at the giant and it knocks him down. But come on, it's time that we pull out the sword and we put to death the enemy. Because the Bible says that the word of the Lord is the sword. How do I put to death things in my life? You begin to use the word against the enemy. You begin to call the enemy out and and remind him what the end of the story is. It's all right, devil, just go to Revelations. You'll be in the pit, and I'll be in heaven. You'll be burning, and I'll have AC. I begin to remind the enemy that you were defeated, that you thought that you put our Savior to death, but you can't put God to death. He's alive, and he's well. But devil, you're dead. Your power over me is dead. Not because of anything that I can do. It's not a victory that I can win. God, it's all in you. If you will, I want you to stand on your feet all across this place. Jesus. God, we need, we need your spirit this morning. We need you this morning. God, we cannot do this without you. God, we can't do life without your strength. God, we can't overcome without you. We don't have the victory without your power. We don't have the victory without your spirit. And this morning, we need you, God. We need you to touch us and heal us. With every head bowed and every eye closed this morning, You're in this place and you've been up against some giants in your life. Maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's your finances, maybe it's an internet addiction. I don't know. I don't don't know what you're up against this morning, but I do know this that the God that I serve could slay the giant. And if you're in this place this morning, you want victory. It's, it's tortured you. It's tormented you. And this morning, you won victory. This is your morning for deliverance. This is your morning that the enemy is put to death. If that's you, nobody's looking around right now. Come on, if that's you, would you just lift up your hand? Come on. That's it. That's it. Hands are going up all over the room. This is your morning. You can put your hands down today. Today is the day of breakthrough today is the day that God comes through on your behalf so in just a moment in just a moment you can, if you had your hand raised I'm going to ask you to do something bold I'm going to ask you to step out of your seat when I tell you to and I'm going to ask you to make a walk to this altar And when you make a walk to the altar, it's kind of like you're putting a stone in a sling, and you're slinging at the enemy, and you're taking out a sword. And putting that one step in front of the other, it's kind of like a step of faith that that you're going... Devil, enemy, you have no hold. Watch this. I'm walking out of my old life, and I'm walking down to the altar, and I'm walking into a new life. So this morning, if that's you, if you lifted your hand and you said, that's me, I've got to overcome this enemy. I've got to overcome this giant. I've got to overcome this battle. If that's you, on the count of three, I just want you to step out of your seat, and I want you to meet me at this altar. One, two, three. Come on. Who are you? Meet me down here. Meet me down here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's it, that's it, that's it. Come on, why don't we put our hands together for these? Come on, that's it, that's it, come on, that's it. Come on, isn't this awesome? Giants are being slayed, giants are being slayed this morning. Come on, sing this out. Every chain, come on, can we just lift our hands and sing this out? Come on come on every chain. every chain, every chain come on sing it out every chain is you're, casting you're casting out, out come on you're casting out, casting out every, out every yeah. chain every chain, yeah. every chain is broken every chain is you're casting out you're casting out every chain. Chain is broken. Every chain is broken. you're Casting out all fear. Come on, say that. Every chain. And every chain is broken Come on, just lift your hands if you're in this altar and sing that out. Every chain. You're casting off here. Jesus. Come on, it's broken in Jesus' name. Jesus. Jesus come on every chain every chain every chain every chain come on come on sing it out this morning come on victory's won right here take a stone of praise and worship put it in your sling and sling it at the enemy come on every chain Just one more time Every chain every chain Every chain is broken Come on get your breakthrough this morning Come on get your breakthrough this morning Cuz every chain Every chain is broken Yes Every chain is broken You're casting out Casting I want us to say this prayer together. I want everyone to say, say, devil, you have no power over me, over my life, and over my family. I will slay the giants in my life, not by my power, not by my might, but, but, but by your spirit, God, you're living within me. Thank you, Jesus, that I have victory. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm an overcomer. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, come on, let's sing. Every, every chain, chain is, is Come wrong, on, lift it up. Every chain. Every chain is broken. You're casting out.